The big Mizzou weekend, of course, and really just a big weekend in general. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you out there. 875-KTGR if you want to join us to weigh in on Mizzou, Arkansas. Tell us who you got and why you got them here on uh, the big show at 428 with Andy Brendan and producer Chris. Let's now get the perspective on football and men's hoops with Mizzou beat writer from the Columbia Daily Tribune, Callum McAndrew. You can find him on Twitter at C underscore McAndrew 95 and uh, go and read all of their stuff over at the Columbia Daily Tribune. Callum, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? We're doing pretty good. It's uh, I'm glad that uh, the the long weekend's coming very soon. But uh, you know, uh, let's start with football here because uh, Mizzou is trying to once again get get that ten win season. Uh, most likely, get a New Year's Six bowl bid if they can win at Arkansas. But I wonder uh, if there's a danger of of a game like this looking kind of similar to how the the Florida game did for Mizzou, where they you know, started well, but then Florida starts to hang around. They eventually take the lead, and Mizzou has to have a last-gasp effort to uh, to win it. I, I wonder what your thoughts were on that and whether this might be a trend bleeding into the next week. Yeah, um, I think that's really just the problem you face, when, you, especially when you're getting into the back half of an SEC schedule. I think that's just the problem that you're going to face uh, in this conference. Uh, you saw saw some tired legs out there. You saw some guys starting to go down. They're looking really thin at linebacker when, when Tyron Hopper isn't out there and when Chuck Kicks went down for a little while there. Uh, I still think on paper that Mizzou is, is the better team, but of course, on paper doesn't doesn't win football games. But I think if you're looking at it, it just you know some of the matchups here, I think you would you would have to slightly favor Missouri. Obviously, difficult road environment, difficult road game. Fayetteville is not the easiest place to go in the world. It doesn't really matter what the record is. Um, if it's another slugfest, it's another slugfest. We'll we'll, we'll see come Friday. Yeah, and and it could be uh, one of those once again. I. I wonder what you, I mean, obviously you talked about the linebacker depth uh, being what it is, uh, and both Chuck Hicks and, and Tyron Hopper, uh, questionable it looks like this week. We'll see the official injury report later on tonight. But uh, when you look at what the defense had to had to deal with in this last game, I mean, are, are there issues that, that are fixable? Do you think that you know the linebacker depth is maybe killing them a little bit more so than, than they maybe thought? Or what's kind of your read on, on how they're trying to, to rectify that on a short week? I, I definitely think it's fixable. I mean, you know, you look, I mean, once again, you know, you look at Florida's record, they were 5-5 five and five heading into that game. They've still got a ton of talent out there. Graham Mertz was, was, was playing for his life out there at times. Trevor Etienne is just an exceptional running back. Were there issues, open field tackling? Were there issues, other facets of the game? Yeah, for sure. And that's something Mizzou will definitely have to rectify come, come Friday because Arkansas poses similar challenges in a lot of, a lot of categories there. Uh, but I think it's fixable. You look, I mean, it's just, what is it now? Ten days ago, we were singing the defense's praises for how good they were against Tennessee. Um, I, I, I don't think that, that Florida is really, I don't think that's by any means the ceiling for, for this Mizzou defense. They've still got a lot of experience out there. Are they going to throw some, have to throw some young pups to the fire? Probably. You're probably going to see somebody like uh, somebody like Kamika Glass or something coming at linebacker. There's going to be a lot of reps for Tristan Newsom, even if uh, Tyron Hopper and Chuck Kicks are good to go. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't think this is a, a lingering issue by any means. Callum McAndrew, uh, beat writer for Mizzou over at the Columbia Daily Tribune here on the Big Show KTGR and KTGR.com. 
And, of course, what Mizzou also has in its bag is that the offense can do what it does. Right. And uh, the, the fact that they were able to drive down the field in the manner that they did late in the game is something that a lot of folks will remember for quite a while. But I just uh, I wonder what what kind of things they'll be facing against Arkansas and, and whether it might just still be plug-and-play for how this Mizzou offense operates. It doesn't really matter what's on the other side, that you know they can, they can put up what they've been putting up against a lot of teams this year. I think you hit the nail right on the head there. I think, um, you know, Arkansas, really talented at linebacker, really, really, really good defensive line. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of talent there, like, like most teams Mizzou face this season, uh, have faced this season. Um, I, you know, I, I just think this offense is too good. It t- it's humming along way too, way too smoothly for, for really anything to, to completely stifle them. I think, I mean, the, uh, I think they've proved it time and time again now. Think of that. I mean, that last drive in the Florida game, I, I can't think of a season in recent memory where they would have been able to, to, to put a drive together like that so fluidly, so efficiently, so quickly, so effectively. Um, yeah, the pieces are there. Uh, I don't think there's too many worries about this offense now at this stage of the season. And and there's also been, you know, talk of, like, you know, uh, it's certainly easy to motivate for a game like this, but I wonder, like, the, the different type of perspectives. You know, Mizzou obviously has a lot to play right. for for everything like that uh, uh, with uh, a major bowl bid uh, on the line. But also for Arkansas, I mean, uh, with the the administration at Arkansas saying that Sam Pittman's going to still be here for uh, next year, uh, do you think maybe for, for a team like that, I know we're not in that locker room per se, but do you think it maybe galvanizes the team a little bit more, or how do you kind of see that? I think so. I mean, you know, we can make all the jokes we want about this rivalry only being 10 years old, but there isn't any love lost between these two fan bases. You know, I think that's, that's got to be enough for, for most people. You know, you just have to, I think Drinkwitz made the joke about it this week. Just, just check his Twitter mentions. You know, there's not, there's not a, uh, not a lot of things you can see on air that are in there. Um, I, I, I definitely, you know, Arkansas, even if, if they get that fifth win, they, if there aren't enough bowl teams, they may get a, a five win bid. There's that hanging on the line. Sam Pittman's going to be around for another year. Now's the time, you know, that you want to be on that roster next year, maybe step it up in this last game here as well. So I think there's still a lot on the line for Arkansas to to, to still be playing uh, and still playing at full strength. Um, the video, the Polar Express video, wasn't uh, exactly encouraging if you're an Arkansas <laughs> fan, but that's, that's for another talk. Yeah, pro- <laughs> probably so. Cal yeah. McAndrew uh, over at the Columbia Daily Tribune here on the big show KTGR and KTGR.com. And, and just real quick, you know, we, we were talking about the offense a little bit earlier, but it, it and this is happening on both sides of the ball, but we're hearing a lot more about uh, the the semifinalists and finalist uh, recognitions. Right. The guy like Co- guys like Cody Schrader and and Luther Burden and Brady Cook, just to have that uh, big three, if you will, uh, for for this year. I mean, just to does that have effects you think for years to come to see like hey Mizzou's offense is starting to become a unit that you can uh, attract other talent with, and and it kind of is showcased with those three. Yeah, I mean, every day it seems like a new stat's coming out about that, where it's the only the only team in the country with a a Bletnikoff, a Davy O'Brien, and a Dilk Walker semifinalist. The the, the only three thousand yards plus two one thousand yard uh, receivers and running backs. It's it's, it's mightily impressive. Um, it, I think it it goes to show just kind of what what kind of coaching staff they've got in the background there at the moment. I think they I think they've really 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 hit hit a, a pretty high ceiling with that this year. If that doesn't attract recruits, I'm not sure what does. I mean, they really have gotten the most out of. You look at these three guys, but just those three. I mean, Burden obviously came really highly touted, but but Cody Schrader and, and Brady Cook. I mean, it's 
two guys that you maybe wouldn't have expected that out of at the start of the season. Um, all three from in-state, all three from St. Louis. I mean, it's, it, it is really, really impressive what they've managed to turn turn this set of players into, you know, maybe not as talented on, on you know, recruiting websites as, as, as some other teams in the SEC, but really getting the most out of this offense this year. I think that can only be a boon for your recruiting. Kyle McAndrew, Mizzou beat writer over at the Columbia Daily Tribune here on the Big Show KTGR. All right, uh, Mizzou, Arkansas, in a couple of days. Callum, what's your score prediction and why? Uh, I am going to go another one score, uh, one score win for Mizzou here. I think it's, uh, I would sit somewhere in the realm of, of 28, 24, 31, 28, somewhere in there. Uh, that just seems to be the way games are going right now. It's not letting me have an easy day at the job <laughs> at the moment, <laughs> right. but, uh, uh, that seems to be the way things are going. I just think we're at, the, at that stage of the season where, you know, bodies are getting a little bit tired. Everything is a tough road environment. Uh, I, I could see this being one that they kind of have to slug out. And if that's how they have to do it, they know what the, the reward is on the other end of that. The CFP's made that pretty clear. Yeah, well, we shall see uh, with uh, that big game coming up uh, on Friday between Mizzou and Arkansas to finish out the regular season for both teams. Callum McAndrew with us here on the big show KTGR. Let's switch over to hoops. Yep. Not the best of uh, of performances Ew. for sure uh, on Sunday and not one that gets Mizzou fans all that excited or, or really keeping the momentum going that this program all of a sudden had from that win against Minnesota on the road. And then you come home and you don't finish the job against uh, right. a quad four team in Jackson State. Just I, I wonder your perspective on that and kind of the meaning of what it could have uh, for later in the season, even though this was just game five and there's a lot to play for, but it still means a lot going forward. Uh, uh, so, my, my, you know, just since then, my real my overarching thoughts on this, that it probably isn't time to panic. It was, a, I mean, a horrendous result. There's no, you know, you can sugarcoat it with, uh, I think Dennis Gates said best 0 5 team in the, in the country. Well, I think they were, uh, someone said they were the only 0 5 team in the country. Uh, so, it, it, that, that is bad. Maybe not time to panic, but definitely time to worry about how Mizzou has replaced some of the pieces that they lost last year. They were never going to find another Kobe Brown. That that is a once in a once in a generation for a program type of player, a guy that will stick around four years and be so effective for four years. Demoy Hodge was such a useful transfer for them last year. DeAndre Golson came up so big, so many times, so many influential players that they lost. And I wonder where they're going to find that production in some some capacity. Obviously, I'm sitting in the Missouri Arena car park right now, game in about an hour and a half. Um, we'll maybe see some telltale signs of that tonight. But really, through these five games, 10 minutes excluded against Minnesota, there hasn't really been a lot to write home about. There hasn't been that spark that they just seemed able to find time after time after time last season, especially when it came to the crunch in SEC play. I wonder where they're going to find that. I wonder if they have that. Yeah, and you know the, those questions. Well, we'll see if there are answers coming very soon. But uh, and again, with the fact that this year's non-con is a little bit tougher, Dennis Gates wanted to challenge his group a little right. bit more before conference play. Uh, a loss like this, sure, it's it's absolutely cause for concern. At what point do? you maybe change expectations of what you had going into the season. Did it happen with that loss, or do you need to see a little bit more before that starts to come down? Well, I, th- I think the, the, the expectations internally in the program are, are a lot higher than maybe uh, you know, at a more macro level. Um, so 
it's tough to say. I think the expectation for Mizzou fans should still be to return to the tournament. There's, you know, they have a tough schedule coming up, but I mean, a loss like that really does dampen spirits, and understandably so. Um, you know, they've got a good run of games coming up after Thanksgiving week. They've got Kansas, they've got Illinois, they've got Seton Hall, where they'll really, really, really show what this team is made of. What before they get into conference play, I don't think it's time to 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 throw the book out the window yet. I think you can still reasonably expect this to be at least a bubble team, to be a team that can that can reach the tournament. Uh, but they've got a lot to prove over the next three, four weeks. Yep, certainly so. Uh, they'll they'll get another chance to do that tonight as they take on South Carolina State at Mizzou Arena. Uh, coverage uh, coming up here on KTGR in less than an hour. Callum McAndrew, uh, sports writer over at the Columbia Daily Tribune, covers all things Tigers over there. You can follow him on Twitter at C underscore McAndrew95. Uh, doing great work over there uh, at the Trib to cover all things Mizzou. Callum, thanks for coming on as always. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, and uh, enjoy all the games this weekend. We'll talk soon. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you.